Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my. We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared. Vikings, and now we're here to break it down here for you. My name is Zach Parnes, and welcome into another edition of Fact or Fiction, brought to you by Behind the Steel Curtain, and of course brought to you by Frank Walker Law. I'm here alongside my co-host, Mr. Brian Reynolds Hamlin, host of Hot Takes with Ham. You know, hot takes, it's not the only thing that's hot here today in our nice little area of Syracuse, New York. It feels like it's 89 degrees, which is I know that doesn't sound like a lot to everybody else, but here in Syracuse, New York, especially when you live in a place that doesn't have air conditioning, uh, we're not having a great time, are we, Brian? No, it's hot, and it's not what they would call a dry heat. It's definitely humid out here. Pretty sticky. Uh, Walking to class today, I built up what some would call a a light sweat. Um, (laughs) I was coated. Uh, Speaking of coat, Sammy Coates, no longer a Steeler, Juju Smith-Schuster, with a touchdown. Yeah. I'm excited to see him stepping up. Uh, a couple months back, I remember Martavis Bryant tweeting something like, hey, man, that's Sammy's replacement, not me. When the Steelers took number 19, Juju Smith-Schuster, in the second round of this year's draft. Um, I'm excited for him. I like him. Uh, He's a kind of a small guy, is he not? When I look at him, I'm like, holy cow. Like, I didn't realize how tiny he You know, I wouldn't say tiny. I think he's more of a possession guy. And I think people – um, you know, just to jump right into it right here. I mean, this, this is, you know, I, I don't want Juju to be like the main take, main takeaway from the game from this weekend. But, hey, he's a bright spot. I like him. Uh, the, uh, I'm going to talk about one play in particular. Uh, early in the first half, Juju had a block in which he pancaked uh, 22 in white. Yeah, um, we're going to find out who that is right now. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big numbers guy. I'm a big numbers guy. <laughs> I like that. I, I tend to remember those kind of things. Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith. That's who it was. Uh for the Vikings, but yeah, Juju got a piece of him in the backfield, uh, and I, uh, you know, maybe a little all-la Heinz Ward for him. You know, he's he's going to be a possession guy for the Steelers. Uh, at least that's kind of where they want him to be. And if he's if he's uh, getting his hands on some defensive backs, even in the backfield, getting some blocking, uh, pancaking some guys, and yeah, yeah, nailing down some blocking schemes, I'll be excited to see what he can do for the Steelers this year. You know, it's funny because I just said he's tiny, and here I am looking at him. He's 6'2", 216. 216 is pretty big. Yeah. 
There's a time and a place for black and white, like when you're learning to play piano, or when you want a big two-toned cookie, or when shopping for a pet zebra. But if you want to attract customers, there's no room for black and white, so go to Staples. Staples specializes in bold, hard-to-miss color printing. And now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on color printing, from banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. Hey, sports fans, football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. Am I tiny? I have to be tiny by that rationale. Five nine, one fifty five. Yeah. I'm I'm a midget compared to that yeah, yeah. little person, whatever the politically correct term is. Um, Juju also is the youngest player in the NFL. He's twenty years old. Um, he's younger than me and you, Brian, uh, which is kind of weird. We're both pretty young. I don't know if anyone in listener land knows this, but Brian and I are, are just 21 years of age. If you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, some cool stuff to come out of this week, and we're, and we're going to be breaking it down here for you. But I think first and foremost, we got to throw it to the boy, you know, the boy himself. And I see we've got a caller here with us. We thank you for joining us. We will be getting to your call pretty soon. Um, just want to let you all know that the show is sponsored by Frank Walker Law top criminal defense firm to call in Western PA in West Virginia, and home to one of the nation's top 100-ranked trial attorneys in Frank Walker. For his Pennsylvania office, call 412-212-3878, or to reach his West Virginia office, call 304-712-2089. You should also check out his website, frankwalkerlaw.com, see how he can help you in your time of need. Frank Walker Law, real talk, real experience, and real results. You know, Brian, I, I want to get into... Uh, you know, what we have to say about the week, our caller has been very patient here, been on the line here for a few minutes here with us. 724221, hello. You are on Fact or Fiction. What can we do you for? Hey, guys, John in Pittsburgh. Um, watch the first two games, and to be honest with you, uh, it's too hard. It's hard yet to determine how good the Steelers are. Uh, I mean, you, hmm. you start the season – with uh, Cleveland, and then you play a Minnesota team without Bradford. So what 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 are they really? It's hard to tell, and I don't think even after next week, um, with the Bears playing at Chicago, I mean, they're decimated with injuries. They're skill position they're players bad. in Chicago. Yeah, their quarterback is right. an issue. So I don't think you're going to see the real who, – know who the Steelers are until the following week when they go and play, you know, in a place that they've struggled for years now at Baltimore. And then a couple of weeks after that, they yeah, go to well, Kansas City. Sure. You know, Kansas, Kansas John, City, uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's had Kansas City's number uh, for a while now. 
Um, but uh, I think it's just too hard to tell. I mean, Minnesota has a good defense. You know, they made a lot. They tried that fake punt. You know, they got a penalty uh, after the Steelers missed a field goal. The Steelers got a chance to kick it yeah, again. Yeah, they shot themselves so in the foot I, quite a few times. Yeah, so I just – Yeah, in, in closing, I, I'm definitely going to agree with you here. Like, I mean, I don't think we're really going to know too much about this team until they're they're through this uh, this stretch of road games. Um they're going to be on the road here, what, until like week six, I think. And I think on the other side of that, we'll really know who they are because these are a lot of games, like you said, that they should win. Um, uh, we said, though, in the show in the past, though, Mike Tomlin's Steeler teams tend to struggle with the 1 o'clock regular games against teams that they should win. We've seen them lose games to, like, even the Browns. We've seen them lose to a Ryan Mallett quarterback Ravens team before. Um, we've seen them lose to Terrell Pryor whenever he was quarterback for the Raiders. Um, so as long as the Steelers are taking care of business, I'll be happy. But you're right. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender yet based on their, based on their performance. I know, I know that we want more out of them. I know that a win is a win, but I'll, I'll give it to you there, John. John, you know, for me, my litmus test is Baltimore, like you said, but I think the litmus test comes even later in the season. If the team drops a game to one of these teams that we should be beating. Um, and, and that's the kicker here for me. I think everyone could agree that we would know more about the Steelers right now had they had lost to Minnesota or Cleveland. Um, And now I think everyone's just sort of like, okay, we're on this road here. And it's sort of like, okay, well, you know, you ever had like a really long drive where you're just going on the highway. I know whenever I drive here to school uh, up to beautiful Syracuse, New York, I'm on 81 North for pretty much four hours. And it's like, okay, well, you know where you're getting out of that four-hour drive on 81 North, but you got to stay the course. What, am I going to skip it? Am I going to drive in the median? Am I going to drive into oncoming traffic, speed my way up? Because that's how you blow everything up, and that's how things, you know, get shot down in front of your face and nothing good happens. So right now, the Steelers are on I-81. They need to keep going. And hopefully there's a Syracuse, New York for them, a.k.a. the Super Bowl at the end. We're going to find out. But, John, thank you for calling in. We want to invite all of you to call in, 347-850-8581. That is the number to call. Once again, 347-850-8581. Give us a call, uh, and we'll try to get to you as quick as possible. Brian, uh, without further ado, I'd like to drop into what we have. Uh, Obviously, both of us pretty satisfied with a 26-9 victory. Uh, But I think it's worth talking about some other stuff. So let's get into it. we talked a little bit about Le'Veon Bill last week, Brian, and maybe how his holdout was slow. Mike Tomlin doesn't want to hear any of it. In the press conference, people were asking him about it, and he was like, you can ask me any question but that one. Um, seems to be a sore subject, but Steeler fans, listen, live by the run and die by the run. I think that's the way that Steeler football has been for a very long time, whether you're talking the, you know, the years way back when of Franco Harris or your Jerome Bettis era or even, you know, your Deuce Staley, uh, Rashard Mendenhall years. There has been a lot of different running backs here, and Le'Veon Bell has been one of the best. But is he being a little bit too patient? So, fact or fiction, Brian, Le'Veon Bell is being a little bit too patient in the backfield. Arnsey, I know that uh, – that Le- that Le'Veon's uh, yards per carry yards per carry aren't exactly where the Steelers want him to be right now, especially where we, as fans, want him to be. Um, that being said, in the second half yesterday, I saw Le'Veon Bell 
with the same patience that he's had uh, in the years past, and he had some success with it. Um, he had his longest longest end of the game, 11 yards. Uh, I think it was in the early fourth quarter. Um, my thing with Le'Veon Bell is that, uh, listen, just with just as his running style is patient, I think that we have to be patient with him. Um, now, if he would have been at camp, like he should have been, all summer and through the first two games, and he looked uh, as slow as he, as he has the past two Sundays, um, then I think we would have some cause for concern. But I think that simply because of the circumstances, regardless of how unsatisfactory they might be, um, I'm going to take what I've, what, what, uh, what I've seen from Le'Veon Bell so far and, uh, and just hope he comes up to game speed uh, at least before they, uh, before they head to Kansas City, at least before their bye, I think it's like week. So, yeah, I'm going to go with fiction, though. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with him so far. All right, so a better week this week, there's no doubt about it. I say fact, though, simply because I, I see a lot of hesitation a few yards behind the line of scrimmage, almost to the point where it, it, it almost seems like he's afraid to go to the outside. Um, he loves to rely on his blockers, every running back does. But you're talking about a really, really explosive dude who made a lot of his great runs last year getting around those types of situations. And now I see him trying to hit holes more frequently just to pick up the yards and you know try to inch their way to a first down rather than swinging for the fences. I get the move. Um, he's not don't sw- think he's it's not, applicable all the time, though. He's not a swing for, he's not a swing for the French running back. He's not. He, he's not. I don't think he has many touchdowns where he breaks off 50-yard runs. No, no, but I'm just saying that he he has the opportunity to work his way outside, and he's purposely staying inside on the field. If you watch his running style, it's very deliberate. He is looking for the contact to avoid so that he can, you know, take a hit or two and then get that extra one or two yards. I don't know. I think, you know, we need to see – you know, I think we need to see a lot more out of Le'Veon, and and I hope we do, and I'm I'm sure we do. I think the big plays will come. I think uh, I think they probably need to get him a little bit more involved in the passing game. I I wouldn't be surprised if they're a little hesitant about that, and you know, especially because in years past he's he's gotten injured. He's been injured on on a lot of uh, on a lot of passing plays when they have run crosses down the field. Um, I mean, like, like personally, in the off season, I was really skeptical of him. Um, he, to me, he looks like the same guy. Maybe he's lost a little bit, but I think he'll gain it back. Um, I know that I know that you want more out of Le'Veon Bell, but I'll take what I've seen from him so far. I'm, uh, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm thinking he'll probably be back to his old self sooner than later. All right, agree to disagree there on the first one, which means we got to flip to number two here. Um, other side of the ball, defense look great. Listen, no touchdowns, first and foremost. I think that's the most important thing to talk about is the fact that, that you take a team like that and you limit them to no real scores is great. Now, granted, no Sam Bradford, target Stephon Diggs, well, the guy who was doing it named Case Keenum, uh, who I'm actually a decent fan of, did not have a really good day. But, you know, the Steelers' secondary often gets a lot of heat. But I am very big on one guy after this week, uh, and it's a University of Maryland alumnus. It's Sean Davis. Um, so I need to ask you, Hamlin, fact or fiction, Sean Davis was the defensive MVP for this week with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Davis had what, eight tackles? Yes, correct. Seven solo, one assist. So he led the team? Uh-huh, he did. Based on statistics, 
that's a fact. Uh, Bud Dupree made the play of the game. Okay. Uh, Bud Dupree made a play uh, late in the second half, and he really got after the quarterback. I mean, he he, he blew through the offensive line. Um, so I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with fact on you. Now, I'm, I, I I wanted to dispute you, but I, I'm not gonna be blind to the evidence. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna be ignorant here. Well, well, I appreciate that because before the show, we had been talking, and you were like, "It's got to be budget free." And well, I was it, like, "Well, you're out of your mind." It was such a good play, and the pass and the pass rush looked great. And listen, I said that also before the show. The front seven looked awesome. Oh yeah. The front. I think. I think if we're gonna give like a team, a team MVP, like a, like a, like a collaborative effort, like a group. I think that those I think that those front seven look great, especially considering that they're not you know they're they're without one of their big dogs and step on to it, um, and you know given that fact I think that they look pretty good, um, but yeah Bud Dupree he looked fast, uh, looked fast I liked him a lot but yeah I'll go with fact and Sean Davis being uh, being defensive MVP with with seven solo tackles on Sunday, you know. I- Davis, for me, it's interesting because when he got brought in, the, the big rep on him was that this is a Steeler player for one reason and one reason only. This guy hits hard. Like, he, he loves to just charge up and, and really put people down. Um, I think personally that he had one of his all-time games in black and gold. Um, you know, he's never really had a game where he's been this dominant. Um, you know, only 81 tackles in his career, and, and obviously – 11 of those coming this season, nine of them coming or eight of them coming in the last game. Um, I was super happy with him. I think that, you know, you make a good point. Listen, big plays, those are the kinds of – Splash plays. Yeah, splash plays. Those splash are, plays. All about splash plays. Those are the kinds of things that you obviously need to turn the, you know, the direction of a game around. Especially in a game where there's no turnovers. Sure. With the exception to I – think, I think the Vikings had two turnovers on downs. Yeah. And other than that, there were no no, no takeaways for this uh, for this year's defense. Straight up, I'm I'm super super impressed uh, with Davis this week. I think that if he and Hilton, uh, William Gay, Artie Burns, you know, get everything together, I think that we're really really going to be happy uh, with what gets done here at the end of the day from the secondary side. Um, Something about Big Ten uh, Big Ten defensive backs. Yeah, I think I, 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 they really know how to tackle. I think that's a big thing. I don't know why, but I'm I'm a fan of them. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of uh, Sean Davis. Went to Maryland, right? Maryland, recent, correct. Recent Big Ten. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Recent so. Big Ten. Former so. ACC back in the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think jokes aside, this defense has to be more than happy with the performance that they had. Um, yeah, they're the story. They're 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 two games. The Steelers' defense is definitely the takeaway. 100%. Uh, they look fast. They're, they're, they're getting at, like I said about uh, Bud Dupree, they're getting after the quarterback, um, especially considering the offense is not firing on all cylinders. I think that the defense, the defense and special teams is the story here, um, with the exception of the punter. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I said no touchdowns earlier. Jeez. I screwed up. Uh, C.J. Ham had the one-yard rush for the Vikings. That was yeah. the only score. Um, I, see, I see nine, and I think no touchdown. Um, listen, we're human. We we make mistakes too, you know. Anyhow, <laughs> the Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience! Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, oh, too much. 
Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, sports fans. Football season's here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading sports betting website that offers real Vegas odds on football, baseball, and all your favorite sporting events. You can take a side, the total, or even fantasy points props. MyBookie lets you bet online and win big. Did the game already kick off? Don't sweat it. MyBookie has in-game live betting on every major league and event even esports. There's no better time to join MyBookie than today. Go to MyBookie to open an account and start winning. Use promo code CHAMPION when you register for your account and get a 100% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 on your first deposit. Bet today. Visit MyBookie's website or call 844-866-2387. That's 844-866-2387. Check them out today and use promo code CHAMPION for a 100% bonus. Terms and conditions apply for entertainment purposes only. Void where prohibited. <laughs> Biggest thing uh, going forward that, uh, you know, something that we wanted to talk about in, in great length, and, and I know that we've said that this guy was the MVP of the day. Um, he technically screwed up, but then he got his screw up overthrown because of a flag. Um, that man's Chris Boswell. Chris Boswell had himself a day kicking the ball. He's really good at putting that ball through those uprights. Four for four with a 46-yard long. Uh, He hit the two extra points as well. The man was responsible for 14 of the 26 points um, that the Steelers score. So, fact or fiction, Brian, we take that man for granted. Chris Boswell, the ledge himself. Uh, That's definitely a fact, but I want to know what teams, with the exception of uh, maybe the New England Patriots, do not take their kicker for granted. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone takes like he's the he's definitely the redheaded stepsister on the team, <laughs> you know. On any team, the kicker. I mean, you watch on Hard Knocks, the kickers are always getting ragged on. <laughs> always, he's definitely he's the Italian grandmother who uh, is like the step grandmother, not even the real one. Yeah, he's the one that everyone like like she like married into the family, and we take her for granted. She makes this great food, but she's not actually part of the bloodline. That yeah, and like well. and she like might have some nose hairs, and you're like, oh, is that is that yeah. in my stuffing? Yeah. Like, and, like, it's, like, that might just be some, you know, some fiber, like, some bread. But, but yeah, Chris Boswell, I like him. I mean, he, like, he low-key single-handedly won a game in Kansas City on the road last year. Kansas City's a tough place to kick. 100%. Kansas City's hard on the road. He made six field goals. All of them. Not some, like, or not more than half, but all. Um, Yeah, we definitely take Chris Boswell for granted, especially considering – uh, we've only had a couple successful kickers in, in over the past since in the history yeah. of Heinz Field, actually. Yeah, well, well the, the people Jeff that, Reed. The people that I was going to say are, are Jeff Reed is successful, but think about some of these other names that have been. We have Sean Sweezum. Sean Sweezum, Josh Scobie, Garrett Hartley, Randy Bullock has been in there for a few days. Fat Randy. Fat Randy, very large man. Wow, yeah, yeah he's a big large. boy. He is. Let's try to get some numbers on Randy Bullock, real. Josh Scobie. Five nine two ten for Randy Bullock. I don't believe I'm that for a nine, minute. I'm five nine two oh five. I'm no, I'm not. I'm you five said nine, you were one fifty five. Yeah, I'm five nine one fifty five. Excuse me. I'm, I'm looking wow. at another number. He's yeah. chubby. Yeah, he's a big dude. But in in the longevity of Steelers kickers, Boswell has been the guy here since Jeff Reed that I can really remember fondly as like super accurate. 
Um, I would say you know, the, the most impressive things have been the fact that, you know, there, there has just been so many different guys, um, you know, shoot up to take this position. And, and so often it is underlooked. I, I think everyone, like you said, sort of underrates their kicker. And I think Boswell is slowly becoming one of the guys to watch in the league. The other team that I would say doesn't take their kicker for granted is the Ravens. Justin Tucker is arguably the best. Yeah, and they love him. They, I love they him. Love him. I love him. He's the only Raven I love. And it's because the guy will never miss, ever. He's straight cash. He kills people, you know? Like, not, no, he's not. He's not, he's not, Ray, not Ray, yeah. Ray Lewis. He doesn't kill people like that. No, but, like, he kills people. Like, he kills teams. Like, 100%. I, I, I'm, sure he's, I'm sure he has single-handedly won more than, more than a couple of Ravens games over the past couple of years. Because they're, I think, like, they're historically bad in the red zone. And they get, like, in, like, muddy games, the Ravens, you know? They're kind of like the Steelers like that. Like, they'll get in a game where they'll end up winning, like, 15 to 13 or, like, 11-10 or some, like, really obscure score where they needed to kick a bunch of field goals and, like, they're, you know, people were, like, going for it on fourth down and midfield and shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. The Ravens. Justin Tucker, good kicker. Yeah, great stuff out of him. And on that note, we got some great stuff for you. Uh, this one coming to you from Frank Walker. Smart or stupid? Those strobing lights in your rear view? That flashlight shining in your face? License, registration, and insurance, please. The little adventure you're about to have with this guy? Uh, I'll need you to step out of the vehicle, please. Okay, so you've done something stupid. Fix it with a smart move. For DUI or criminal defense, call Frank Walker of frankwalkerlaw.com. He knows his way around a courtroom. 412-532-6805. 412-532-6805 or frankwalkerlaw.com. Frankwalkerlaw.com. Go visit it, boys and girls. You'll love it. It's great stuff. Learn about the American legal system. Go to law school. It's a great way to get a job. Know your rights, everyone. Know your rights. Actually. Actually know your rights. Fourth Amendment. Seriously. Privacy. Search and seizure. I thought that was the quartering of troops. Is that the third? No. That's, that's, a, that's specific. Um, no, that's quarter. I'm Googling it right now. We're going to find out. It's an interesting debate. The Fourth Amendment, though, is a thing. Like but that. let me ask you something. If a U.S. soldier showed up on your doorstep and he was like, I am homeless. He was like, my family left me. I'd probably let him stay in my house. You know? Just don't eat my food. Be careful on the utilities. I feel like if you're accepting someone into your home, like, under that pretense, they're eating your food. You think? There's no... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're taking somebody in off the street, that's like saying, like, if you're hitchhiking, if you're, like, you're pick, picking someone up off the road and you had, like some road snacks like you had Chex Mix and you picked him up love Chex Mix I see are you going to deny him the Chex Mix in your center console how big of a bag is it hell man even if it's a personal bag even if it's like a small fun size if he wants like two bagel chips I think that's fine I think I think that's like his right as a hitchhiker you know I think that you know that like that's a contract between you and him so you're saying that when you take someone in like that, it's got to be like, like you're hosting them at that point. You're 100% hosting. There's no, there's like, there's no way that you're not um, assuming their like basic needs, you know? I okay, like that makes it, that makes it sound like they're like depending on you. I think it's because, and well, they I, are. I, I, but I don't, they are. I don't want it to be like that though. I want it to be like, it's supposed to be a courtesy. It's not like an obligation. 
for for you, I, I did call it an obligation, but it's not like you're doing it to give alms. You're doing it because it's like it, it's just like the 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 polite thing to do. You know, like if your fan, if your if your in laws are staying over for Thanksgiving, you should definitely assume that like you know they're going to use your shampoo and your towels, and you know they're not going to bring their own snacks. They're eating your snacks. I like how you just drew a direct parallel between hitchhikers and your in-laws. I think they both fall in the same category. I mean, neither of us are married, but I, I would assume that that's how in-laws are. Or so I hear from, you know, every other person who has in-laws. It's like, okay, in-laws are like hitchhikers. Like, you don't want to pick them up. You don't want to spend time around them. You don't even want to roll down the window and, like, see them. But, like, sometimes you kind of have to. There's a chance they, like, kill you. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a great chance they might kill you. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. They only, I always ask for money. Yeah. Mostly that. Mostly that. Mostly, Mostly the money, money thing? Yeah. I guess it depends if you have any money to spare. Honestly, neither of us are married. I feel like this is definitely a, like, a, a territory where if we had a spouse and they had parents, we could definitely make way more jokes about how. Out there in the world right now, there's someone listening to the show who's like, my, parent, my in-laws are exactly like hitchhikers. He's like, I, I pick up all kinds of hitchhikers, and they're just like Todd and Jane, like 100%. Todd and Jane sound like white bread America. Yeah, they're Raise like, them. They're, you know, they're Tim the hypothetical caller's in-law's parents from Iowa. Yeah. From Des Moines. From Des Moines, who also happens to be a Steeler fan. They're, no, they're, well, they just like black and gold teams. They're, yeah. they're big Buckeyes. They're, they're big, what are they? They're Hawkeyes. They're Hawkeyes. They just like the colors. I, the Hawkeyes were Penn State killers for years. Um, all right, Penn, okay, Penn State, that's close enough for me to draw a parallel back to football. Um, this week, Chicago Bears, um, we're headed to Chirac, um, and it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a battle for the ages between the quarterback list Mike Ditka list Bears and the um and the Pittsburgh Steelers who have been not firing on all cylinders but doing a good enough job to get the job done. Um, you know, they're they're dodging any sort of uh, you know, marks that they might get. So, um my question for you, Brian, and and I think we're both gonna come out with a resounding fact on this, but I'm gonna ask you anyways. This week the Steelers' trip to Soldier Field, it's going to be a breeze. Fact or fiction? So I'm going to go with fact because the Bears are just awful. Oh, they're bad. They're bad. They're so bad. But uh, the times the Steelers have played the Bears in the regular season, um, the Steelers get beat. Um, I remember pretty well. Uh, like, I think it was 2000 and probably 2010, and then probably again in 2014. I think it was like my freshman Freshman and my freshman year, high school, freshman year of college, you play NFC teams once every four years. So, yeah, um, the, uh, the Bears have beaten the Steelers, though. They kind of had their number the past couple times. With that being said, they're absolutely terrible. Steelers are going to run through them. Um, I'd be surprised if they don't win by two touchdowns. I'd be surprised if the line wasn't Steelers by one touchdown. I bet you it's like minus seven and a half to the end of the week. Anyway, Steelers, fact, going to win. Back to you. Yeah, I'm going to go with a fact here, Hamlin. Um, I think it's pretty much set in stone. Listen, this team couldn't score more than seven points on Tampa Bay. I'm not going to knock Tampa's defense, but they're no Pittsburgh. Um, going to be interesting to see, but I, I think this week is a breeze. Uh, the Bears are probably starting Mike Glennon at quarterback, which makes me super happy if I'm T.J. Watt or if I'm Bud Dupree. 
or if I'm Shazier or if I'm any linebacker ever. Like I, yeah. I think just seeing Mike Glennon makes me super happy. Um, Bears got a lot of issues offensively, a lot, um, and they're going to have some big time, some big time concerns, especially since they're not getting Prince and Mukabara back. Um, they're not getting Nick Kwiatkowski back, which are two of their best defensive players. Jordan Howard is up in the air right now. So this Bears team is not only bad; their good players are banged up too. Uh, so they they got a lot of issues here to worry about. Um, think that the Steelers are coming away with a resounding win, but one of the things that has not been winning-esque for the Steelers right now um, is something that you brought up to me, Brian. I, I, you know what? I've, I've been asking you the question so long for so much time. I, I want you to spit this one at me. Um, obviously, you know, you've had some concerns about Mike Tomlin. I'll let you take it from there. But so Here's the thing about Mike Tomlin. He's been, he's been their head coach, been the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach for 11 years now, 11 years. Steelers have been to two Super Bowls, missed the playoffs less than five times. I don't know the exact number there in front of me, but I know that it, it, they've made the playoffs the majority of the years he's been their head coach. I'll tell you this, though. The entire time Mike Tomlin has been the Steelers head coach, Ben Roethlisberger has been his quarterback, at, you know, for, you know for, for the large parts. I know he's had injuries and suspensions and what have you, but Big Ben has been his quarterback, and Mike Tomlin has had poor game management. So I'm going to pose you with this question, Zach Parnes. Is Mike – because Tomlin signed a contract extension in the offseason, yep. okay? Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at asking questions because I'm going to answer it right after I ask it to you. I'm going to, I'm going to give you my answer first. Um, so my question is, is Mike Tomlin's clock slash game management uh, talent or skill and an issue for the Steelers going forward? So is Mike Tomlin's – Ability to challenge plays, ability to call timeouts, ability to or when to or when to go for it. Are those major problems for the Steelers? I could point to a plethora of situations over the past four or five years where the Steelers have shot themselves in the foot with fourth down blunders. I remember there was a game where they played against the Ravens on on, on, I think it was on the Thursday or Monday night, Michael Vick, Michael Vick played quarterback, and on a fourth and one, the Steelers ran an option. Yeah, They ran an option play. Uh, they wanted to lose the game, but they ran an option. Like, what is that? I know, Michael, you know, like, yeah. so they, they, they're, they're capable of doing things like that. I, for this game specifically, the exigence to ask, ask this question would be, why did the Steelers, or specifically, why did Mike Tomlin call his third timeout, his final timeout of the game with 10 minutes left, in the fourth quarter. Um, I know the Steelers were up by two scores at that point in the game, but what do you, why would you uh, jeopardize uh, potential points or yardage or what have you later on in the game uh, simply to, to, you know, decide whether you want to kick a field goal or punt? Uh, so, yeah, so fact or fiction, Mike Tomlin's game management is a problem for the Steelers. That was the longest asking of one question I, I think we've ever had. I, I, I know that's how you are and everything. I'm perfectly okay with it. Um, my biggest – so you're going to say fact, and, and I'm going to say fiction. I, I think that these problems are minor. I think that they're – here's the thing. Problems are minor until they mean something, you know, until something like that happens, and then Minnesota marches down the field. They score. They get the two-point conversion. They kick an onside kick, get the ball back. They score again. Then all of a sudden the Steelers are down. Okay, well, now that means something. But that didn't mean anything in this context. I think – in the longevity of his career, Mike Tomlin 
hasn't had too many clock management issues. I disagree with him going to the knee pretty much every single time with time remaining in the second quarter. Um, you know, we're, we're talking even like 40 seconds left. Maybe the Steelers have a timeout or two, and he'll take a knee on the 20-yard line rather than try to get them in field goal position. Um, I think those are some issues. I think the issues that you touched upon, not super relevant. And I don't think they will be until they end up with another dash in the L column for the Steelers. I just know that Bill Belichick does not make mistakes like that. Like, like Bill, Bill Belichick is – so it's far beyond, uh, far beyond Mike Tomlin when it comes to being buttoned up and making the right call uh, when it come, when, when in high pressure game game management situations. I'm telling you for the rest of the year, keep your eyes peeled because I've been I, I've I've been I've been thinking about this about about the Steelers for the past four or five years. I think that they I think they're really spot with clock management, specifically clock management. But anyway, yeah, uh, going to be interesting to see down the line. Um, Coming to the end of the program here, uh, Hamlin, you got any closing thoughts? I mean, my biggest thing, if if I'm going to end with anything whatsoever, it's that I I think what our caller had to say is super relevant. Um, You know, it's funny because I've I've been doing this. I've been doing podcasting on on Blog Talk Radio now for several years, and I don't think I've gotten a, a point from a caller that's really held the test of time like that. It's like we still don't know who this team is. And, and honestly, I agree with that. Um, you know, we saw an explosive performance out of T.J. Watt in week one where he looked like he could be defensive rookie of the year. And now this week, you know, he, he battles back against an injury and can barely log two tackles, neither of which were solo. So uh, this is a week-to-week league. Any given Sunday, as we like to say. Um, but I think that this team needs a little bit more forging of the identity, the offense. It's funny because we've been complaining about the offense, yet they still have posted – good scoring numbers and the defense is countered with holding the defense or holding the offense of the other team. So in conclusion for me, there's a lot to be discovered and there's a lot more to be talked about. Um, And I'm looking forward to what we say next Monday. So I'm going to end the show with how I started the show. Um, I'm excited to see this Steelers receiving quarter, not quarter, this Steelers receiving core uh, coming to their own this year. I can't wait to see them on Monday Night Football and see what kind of touchdown celebrations they got. Uh, this Sunday we saw them rolling dice, playing craps in the back alley at Heinz Field. I really liked it. Uh, they, that was both, great. Both with the Martavis and Juju touchdowns. Yes. Uh, you had Steelers receivers gang, uh, ganging up to have a little have a little celebration. Um, I'm a big fan of that, of, of, of those three or four guys, Eli Rogers, Antonio Brown, Martavis, Brian, Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, man, am I a fan of Juju. I really like him. I like number 19. I think it's a cool number. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see what he can do for this team this year. Um, they, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think they're going to torch the Bears next week. And uh, we'll see what happens with them when they really um, – honestly, Parnes, I don't think we're really going to know what this team's made of until after the bye week, which is week nine. So, until then, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to win in record poser at that point. But uh, hopefully they keep taking care of business. Can you name me an NFL player who wore the number 19 and is in the Hall of Fame? That's what I want to end with. Is, in, is it a quarter? Johnny United. Wow, there you go. Good job. Johnny, yeah. yeah. Did I get it? Johnny yeah, United? Johnny Unitas right there. Yeah, Johnny Unitas. Uh, how about this other guy named Joe Montagna? Uh, perhaps many. Yeah, perhaps many of you would know that. 
Um, we got a number of guys on there who are pretty interesting. 12. Lance Allworth uh, was on there. He did wear 12, um, I believe, as well. No, that was Joe Neiman. Well. Yes, Ray Flaherty, number of great guys, uh, the number 19. But, yeah, folks, that's your little trivia bit there for you. I'm Zach Parnes for Brian Hamlin and everyone here at Behind the Steel Curtain and also for everyone at Frank Walker Law. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch you next week. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech, why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.